Bang bang. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel. Do you do you like winning or do you like losing? Do you like putting on these fat multis every week for your sports that you watch in basketball, football, MMA? Putting on these wild multis that never come off and slowly, slowly draining your bank account $20, $40, $150 at a time until eventually you're out on the street sucking some D for, for a deposit into your Bet365 account. You're out there talking to bookies, negotiating the terms of your, your husband's life. You know, if I don't pay this week, you can, you know, kill my husband, death by a thousand cuts. These are the kind of situations you'll find yourself in without bet with Joel. Oh, do you like walking around with two legs? Wakao, your bookie has just cracked your kneecaps with a baseball bat because you didn't pay because you don't have the money. That's why you got to get bet with Joel. The best in sports betting advice. This guy sends, he's got his own app. You just download the Bet With Joel app. You sign up to what package you want. You pay what you want to pay. It's transparent. And then he sends you what bets, depending on your package. And you take the bets that he says, and you follow the system, and you just keep getting money. Keep getting money. This dude, for for 10 years, was a professional better. But... He got blacklisted from all bookmakers because he was winning too much money. Now he's bringing his expertise to you. Now there's nothing, there's nothing I can really, I can really say to, to talk you out of this. I'm, I'm guessing at this point, you know, I've saved your husband's life. I've saved your kneecaps. You know, I've, I've stopped you from S and D's on the street to get deposits into your Ladbrokes account. Okay. Or to prevent your children getting taken away from your bookmaker be sold on the black market along with your, you know, your second kidney. You had to sell your second kidney for for betting funds, dude? You need two kidneys. You need both of them shits. Now your skin's turning blue. People think you're cold. They don't know what's wrong with you. All right, sign up to bet with Joel, bet with, betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50. That's potty exclusive five zero for 50% off your first week subscription. And that is magical kind of stuff right there. Magic. Betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. P-O-D-D-Y. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week subscription. We're also supported by Phoenix Fitness. That's FNXFitness.com. Let me tell you this. These dudes will hook you up with whatever you need. Needs, you know, you, do you need some some gas station dick pills? Because they got the real shit. You don't, you don't even need gas station joints. You can get some real dick pills. You can get THC. Sorry, CBD. Sorry, there's no THC, but there's CBD, dude, and that's second best. You can get, um, you know, krill oil, creatine, protein, pre-workout, post-workout, during workout. You can get all this shit, dude. You can get clothes, fitness, workout clothes, get your body right, hit the bag, hit the mitts, go for a run, you know, lift some weights. Do what you gotta do to look good. Obviously me, I'm not doing that. I've, you know, I get the krill oil from these guys so my fucking fat knees can carry around my fat body. I'm out, I might need to get myself some workout clothes so I can really start really start popping off in the gym that, that I don't have a, a membership to. You feel me? So Phoenix Fitness, go to uh, go to the link in the episode description or the link in the Welcome to the Potty Instagram bio and enter promo code WTTP in all caps, WTTP for 15% off all orders. And finally, if you want to uh, support the Welcome to the Potty podcast uh, directly, just go to welcometothepotty.com slash store and buy yourself a butter salt, Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt because it's all unsourced here at the welcome to the potty podcast dude we don't do research we don't do shit buy an unsourced t-shirt um you know some people we've had some complaints about the t-shirts that they're too soft some guys said that shit slipped right off me and i was like yeah how fucking comfortable was that bro and he was like yeah let, let me get another two it's christmas time everyone's you know everyone's looking at uh 
buying gifts, buy an unsourced t-shirt for your mother. And it's like, she's she's getting a Christmas hug all year long, you know, unsourced t-shirt, you know? Get an unsourced t-shirt for your girlfriend. You're not, you're not getting enough SEX in the house. That t-shirt will slip right the fuck off, dude. And you're getting that, you're going to, you're going to pound town, brother. Welcome to the potty.com slash store. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome, Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome to the party, bung bung! It's your man Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems. Aka the milkman, because I always deliver. Aka the PhD of podcast and the Magnum PR of podcast and the captain, the motherfucking, you know, George Orwell of podcasting, bro. Because I can, I can really weave a tale, bro. I'll tell you a story. I can tell a story, dude, all day. Oh, dude! Oh, dude! This is what we do, bro. We try and have two coffees before we get in the show now. Because I noticed a couple weeks in a row, we were, we were slumping our fucking, our gusto was down. The energy levels were down. The volume was up. The energy was down. You know? But now look at me. I got that bung bung bean in hand. I already had a bung bung bean. And I'm feeling fucking good. I'm feeling ready. I'm feeling ready for war. Now, if there was, what's that, what's that shit called? Consignment? Is it consignment? Where they force you to go? Consignment sounds like something you got to do when a package gets delivered. So I'm not really sure if that's the right word, but yeah, dude, if that was, if that happens, woo, I'm going to probably, I'm going to go full Trump on him and try and avoid the, that shit. The draft. The only draft I want to be in is the NBA draft, bro. The, or maybe the, uh, you know, the NPA, National Podcasters Association, because, bro, I'd, I'd get a triple-double every week. Well, you know, I've been slumping. I've been slumping for probably two weeks, to be honest with you guys. So, no, I wouldn't get a triple-double every week. But now I've got that bung-bung bean. This is my second cup. And we're firing on all cylinders, um, as they say. As they fucking say, dirt. It's dark and hell is hot. You feel me? Shout out to DMX, dirt. It's not even summer yet. It is in a few days, but let me tell you this. I have been sweating my sack off the last, you know, probably two weeks. You know, I've been wearing, I, don't, I usually wear a sweater to work. I've been wearing tees. I usually wear pants to work. I'm still wearing pants because you're, you're not really allowed to wear shorts to my job. Um, I don't have any tattoos on my legs, uh, but, you know, I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of really starting that. I'm really thinking of starting that. I want to get in shape first before I get more rent. I mean, I'm in shape, but it's like, the shape of a fucking pear, dude. I want to be the shape of a, you know, like a, an, the front of a horse, you know, just fucking real thick, real, you know, and I'm thick, but I mean lean thick. I want to be lean thick. And, you know, it's hard to do that without going to the gym, without pumping some mind. Shout out to Phoenix Fitness. It's really hard to do that, dude. But, you know, let's fucking finish this coffee real quick. Mm. That's that bung bung bean at bung bung, bung bung coffee.com. Um, under construction, that website is. I don't bother going there right now, but well, it depends on when you're listening to this. If you listen to it like close to the time that it got, you know, released, then probably don't look at the website. But if it's like, you know, if you're if you're new to the show and you're going back through the catalog and this episode released, you know, maybe a month ago, then yeah, jump on board, bro. Jump on board and honestly. Uh, Sorry, um, jump on board and honestly check out bungbungcoffee.com. What else, dude? What what did I want to talk about? I've been sweating, dude. I was wearing a t-shirt yesterday. Yup, had to put on a new t-shirt. And that's just the sun doing his work, doing the Lord's work. And um, dude, I was, speaking of the sun, dude, I was watching like a video on, I think YouTube or one of the, one of the services, dude. And they're talking about the sun burning out. Like not for millions of years, but honestly it's getting it's getting less and less every day, I guess, the sun. And I guess the sun if you want to go if you want to analogize it and that's turning something into an analogy, you can uh you can t- you can talk about the sun as if it's a big candle, bro, and that shit is getting smaller. 
Now, it's the biggest candle that you'll ever see. It's the biggest candle you'll ever see. It's not like, you know, it's not going to, you don't need to worry about it going out like tonight. Like if you're reading a book and you're like, oh, I'm so close to the end. I hope it doesn't go dark in here and this candle can make it until I finish this final chapter. The sun's going to, the sun's going to let you finish so many final chapters, bro. But there will be a day in, you know, thousands or millions of, or billions of years time where that shit really does read its final chapter, bro. And dude, that's, that's enough to make me not really want to have kids. You know, I have to, I have to have kids because I've, I've already committed to it verbally. I haven't signed anything. I haven't shaken any hands either, but, uh, you know, verbal agreement with Rachel that we'll, you know, we'll do a kid one day. But, um, yeah, that shit, that, that scares the shit out of me, the sun, dude. This, what's scarier to you, the sun or sharks? Guarantee you more people die of melanoma every year than shark attack. More people die of melanoma every year than shark attack, bruh. So if you're scared of sharks, get your shit together, dude. Because if you're getting... Someone can save you from a shark attack, but if you're not wearing sunscreen as you're getting bitten, you know, you could probably still die from injuries suffered on that same day unrelated to shark. Think about that, bruh. Think about that. Unrelated to shark. Um... Yeah, so summer's really coming up, dude. I've been sweating. It's made, I've been wanting to drink more. You know, sometimes you drink because it's cold. Sometimes you drink because it's hot, dude. And I've noticed real, real uh, change in my drinking game, dude. So I'm, I've gone through the drinking preseason. I'm, uh, and I'm here for prime time, and I'm really, I'm really ready to go. I'm really ready to go, bro. So I'm pretty excited. Uh, hopefully the borders are open and friends start coming. We start doing this real integration of the states national national integration you know all you international motherfuckers honestly stay the fuck out bro i don't want you bringing i don't i don't want you bringing that heat over here it's hot enough it's almost summer we're days off of summer right now i don't need you bringing that you know that that real trachea heat that 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 corona cough i don't need you bringing that shit up here that esophageal assassination bro i don't need that I need you to really keep where you are. Like shout out to PK, Flash89. He's over there in the UK and I want to see him. And it's his birthday today. And I want to see him, dude. But stay your ass over there. I don't want, I don't want that fucking, you know, that esophageal, um, you know, that esophageal gangster really coming into my, my land. You know, and I might sound like, I might really sound like a real down south racist kind of guy right now when I'm talking about being a landowner and things of that nature, but I don't really want more of this virus coming into my... So international travel, let's keep that shit locked down, you know? I'm not the prime minister. I'm not the fucking defense minister. I'm not the environmental the environmental minister, you know? But I, am, I do have a PhD in podcasting, so that means regardless of how unsourced what I say is, you know, what I say really must go. And I don't mean must go as in like all, you know, all stock must go, you know. I mean, what I say goes and it must. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, I've got to tell you guys, I'm really feeling, I'm feeling the energy today. I'm feeling much better than I have the last few weeks. And I really, I'm putting it down to this bung bung bean. It's one of the best beans you could ever get. It's premium. It's premium, dude. What are you traveling? Premium economy? Ha! Get your ass into business class, dude. Like a fucking adult. You're back there in coach with the kids? Embarrass yourself, bro. Get up here in business class where they serve fucking bung bung bean. Do they serve it to first class passengers as well? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they do. First class passengers, though, they have so much... They've got so much going on, they, they don't actually know the difference between shit coffee and good coffee. Business class, they're only a little bit above coach, you feel? So they're like, oh shit, I was just drinking that bullshit back in coach that actually tastes like dog's piss. And now I've got this bung bung bean and it tastes like God's piss. And that was, you know, that was really perfect how that worked out because God and dog reversed, you know, backwards, anagrammed 
you know, that's all anagrammed up. And I just anagrammed because a dog's piss is way grosser than God's piss. So that really worked out. That was, that was phenomenal. And we're really, oh man, I'm feeling real good today. As I said, let's get some water in us. Um, and if that wasn't a proper happy birthday to flash over, flash 89 over there, I apologize. I do, I do wish him a happy birthday and I do want to see him, but at the same time, I don't want to fucking see him. You feel me? So, um, think about that coronavirus. Mm. What else happened this week? Um, I've been working as usual, working on a weekend as usual. And, um, I saw a client the other day that honest to God. Now I know I'm light skinned, but you can tell, you can tell by just by looking at me that I'm a black man. I'm not, I'm not Jason Kidd type of light skin, you know? I'm like Kyle Kuzma light skin, Steph Curry. So if you want to fucking tell me to my face that all lives matter, bro, it's, it's pretty wild to me. Pretty wild to me, dude. But did I, did I smack my client in the face? No, he's my client. Um, every minute, well, every six minutes that you're with me, the cost goes up. And I, you know, I really think that if I smacked a client in the face, maybe that would be the end of the meeting. So we kept it moving and um, all lives matter, bro. People are really still thinking that. You know, just as many white people die at the hands of the police. Oh man, it's not. You know, the white people that die in, the, in custody are like shooting at the police. <laughs> We're talking about like unarmed black deaths knees on necks in the street, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen, you know? But uh, whatever, I won't get back into that. We had we had so many episodes of that in the middle of this year, this fucking filthy 2020. This 2020 feels like um, slipping on black ice, bro. You just don't see it coming, but when it happens, it fucking hurts, bro. And 2020, that really hurt. 2020 hurt, dude. Really, really put a a halt on my comedy, my early comedy career. You know, I could have, feel like I could have grown some and then like every gig gets canceled. I finally get like offered a Friday night at Rhino Room, which to me, that's a big deal. That would have been my biggest gig yet. And then what happens? Oh, that's right. Mini lockdown because Pizza Boy fucking lies to the city or something. Is there any repercussions for that? I haven't even heard of this motherfucker since. You got the cops out there on 24 hour protection of this fucking pizza shop. And I'm out here with no gigs, bro. Fuck you, pizza boy. Remember when Ari Gold called Eric pizza boy and Eric's the smallest man on the island, you know, of the United States. And um, he reckons he's going to get all tough with Vincent's agent, Vincent. Vinny, sorry, Vinny Chase. He's going to get all tough with him. And Vinny's like, did you threaten Ari? And he's like, you called me pizza boy. It's like, you are 30 years old. But I guess I'm 30 years old too. And I just called someone pizza boy. So, you know, it is what it is. And it ain't what it ain't here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. And that's, that's really one of the slogans here at the show. If I'm being honest with you, that's one of the slogans. So. What else we got, man? Um, uh, do you remember being in like high school and talk, sitting around talking with your friends about girls, right? And I've talked about how, how the difference has been like, you know, if you, 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 you're in high school, your world is so small. And like, there's some girls around you like, damn, that's the baddest bitch I ever, I ever did see, you know? But you're, you know about 800 people. And then you, you leave high school, you go to university, there's different girls from different schools. Or you, you, you go and you, you play basketball, you know? And that's what I did. I went and played basketball and my first girlfriend was my basketball club because I was like, shit, there's some hotter girls over here than there are at school, you know? And then you leave, you, 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 go to, you go move to a different state. There's different girls there. You move overseas, you go to college. And then that, that's a cycle. Five years, five different cycles of girls coming through, you know? 
your your world grows. You know, you go you go you go play ball in different countries, different states, and your world grows. There's different different bad bitches going around, and um, so I've talked about that. The world grows, and you, you you come back, and you see you see whoever the the baddest bitch was in in high school, and um, you're like, oh shit, she's not even that cute. I'll tell you what, there is one, the, the hottest girl, the actual hottest girl in our high school, in my opinion, uh, in, it, 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 popular opinion. She's, uh, she's got about three kids now and she looks as good, if not better, as she did in high school. But then like second best, I bumped into her. No good, bro. Sorry to hear that. You know, top five, made out with her, passed her prime. Check this out though. One of the, you know, I would say two, two of the, they were, I would call them acquired tastes in high school. They rose to the, they rose to the top. The cream always rises to the top, as they say. And, uh, you know, I, I'm taking that as a, as a W for me, even though back then they, they weren't as good, but I feel like I realized their potential, their upside, you know? And so I got in there early and now I can, if someone says, damn, did you see so-and-so from high school? I can say like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I made out with her. But then the other girl that used to be hot, then I made, I made out with her too late. So I've gone too early, I've gone too late. And, you know, it all, go, it all goes on your permanent record, which I'm glad isn't, isn't available in print or, or, or hard copy or even digital copy. I'm glad it's in my mind and I can, you know, there's, there's been many that have been deleted from my memory that, you know, some, some don't have names, some don't have faces, but uh, they're all in there somewhere. But I'm glad that's not a, a written document, you know, like, you know, I'd prefer a criminal record than a hookup record, I think. Um, but what was I talking about? Oh yeah, we used to talk about girls like sleepovers. Remember sleepovers? Now I have sleepover every night, but it's with my girlfriend. It's not as fun. Used to go to Lavelle's house. He had the he had the granny flat out the back. We used to sleep out there. Well, he turned it into his bedroom eventually, but that was the funnest, bro. Sleepovers. Used to go. Used to plan it. Sometimes unplanned, but sometimes like, hey, you want to crash at my place? Yeah, dude. I'll see you. See you at three. And then it was like, hey, you want to come over? Um, play some play some Xbox. Yeah, bro. I'll be there in a minute. Get over there. All of a sudden, it's a sleepover. No Bruno, of course. And that was fun, dude. And we used to, you know, used to sit down sometimes, talk about girls. Oh, bro, yeah, I was at this party on the weekend, you know? You know, Justin, Justin had a fucking party. You know, and, and I talked about Justin's sister last week. And that, you know, happy coincidence, I'm going to talk about her again right now. But, you know, you're sitting down with your boys, and you're like, yeah, Justin's sister gave me a little handy. But, you know, I had, I had four woods, Woodstocks, you know? And that's like, that's like, rum, uh, that's like uh, whiskey and Coke or whatever, bourbon and Coke. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, I had four of them. So she's giving me a wristy, but I, had a, I only had a semi, if that, if that. So I didn't, you know, I didn't e-jack, but, you know, you talk to your friends about girls and, or you talk about who you're interested in. It's like, damn, did you see Jess the other day? Oh, did you see Nicole? Oh, did you see the German exchange? Damn. She had a G-string popping out her pants. Her pants were riding real low. And I saw her G-string. You're whispering, knowing that she's not, you know, she's not there. She's not coming over to Lavelle's house, you know. But you still whisper it. And you're like, oh, man, I saw her G-string. And I had to tuck my bone her up, you know. And, um, you know, that type of stuff. But now it's like you're in a work environment and there's, you know, new girl starts. And it's like, if you, you tell one of the guys like, oh shit, look at, look at Brittany over there. And he's like, I'm, I'm telling HR, you know? So you don't, you don't know who your friends are at work. That's why they're called work friends, not just friends. Cause you don't really know. You don't know them like that. You go in there and you start talking about, you know, Brittany's underwear hanging out. All of a sudden you get an email with a, you know, Google appointment. And you're going in, you go to HR and you think you're getting a raise and you're getting put on punishment, bro. 
You know, this is your this is your official warning. Everyone, everyone knows what you said about Britney. You know, all of a sudden it's Christmas party. Britney walks up to you and she's like, I heard what you said about me. And you start apologizing and she's like, no, don't worry about it. Bang. She whips out a titty. And you're now you're like, what do I do? Do I have to fill out a paperwork to look at a titty? You know, it's very confusing kind of stuff. And that's, you know, that's, and that's workplace. And that's why you don't know who your real friends are at work. That's what I'm trying to say. That's why they're called work friends. And you really got to, you got to keep your, your eyes, your hands and your words to yourself really in the workplace. So if you've got, dude, there's people out there that's got work wives, work husbands, keep that shit to yourself. You got to make sure that's a secret relationship because it's not a real relationship. So don't even tell them, Hey, I told my wife that you're my work wife. She's like, shit, this guy's a rapist. I'm calling HR, you know? And then coincidentally, the woman that works in HR, her name is Helen Reynolds. So, you know, you actually know exactly who she's calling when she says she's calling HR. She's actually calling HR from HR. You're like, shit, I know, I know exactly who she's calling. She's snitching on me. And then you're like, fuck, you start thinking about how snitches get stitches. All of a sudden you're bringing a fucking knife to work, making, making not even sexual threats, but honest, physical to God, like I'm going to kill you threats if you snitch on me. And all of a sudden you, you don't have a job, you're homeless. And you're sucking dick again for a little bit of a deposit into your sports bet account because you're not signed up with bet with Joel and you don't know how to do bets yourself. So you're going into further debt. You had to sell your car. You know, you had to sell your spleen. You've cut off seven of your own toes as collateral. And that's what happens if you start talking about work wives, bruh, or your little work crush, you know? Oh shit, I know Rhonda's pregnant, but she's looking good. Oh shit, I'm calling Hen- Helen Reynolds, you know? And that's, that's really tough. <laughs> that's a tough situation to be in when you get that email from Helen unprompted bro and it's not even to you know it's not even to, to like SA team it's to Claiborne McMath and you're like fuck Helen shit I guess I'm gonna lose my job you know then you're walking around town drinking out of a brown paper bag you've got a cup in front of you an empty cup you spent your last four four dollars and fifty cents on a on a long black you, you put it down, you're sitting on the ground, you put that cup on the ground, people start throwing money in it. It's like, shit, that's what I look like? Because I might, I didn't even foreclose my house yet, you know? I was looking at selling, you know, my, my earrings that were, were a gift, you know? Selling my gold watch that, that I bought with, with the money that Nana gave me in the will when she passed away. I was thinking about selling that to get back on top, you know? People are dumping... C- money in your coffee cup and you haven't even cleaned the cup. So you, now you, the money you do have smells like coffee. So the next coffee you buy with this coffee money, people are looking at you funny. You're like, shit. Thanks a lot, Helen. You know? Now you're fucking putting Helen's name on your mirror in lipstick. On the kill list. You've already come in and you've threatened, you know, Brittany or Rhonda or whoever it was when you brought the knife into work. And now you've got a kill list written in lipstick on your bathroom mirror, looking like Steve Buscemi from Billy Madison. And that's, you know, and that's, that's really the road that some people go down with their lives, bro. So honestly, this is just a warning to you guys, an official warning, not from Helen, but from, from the boss. And people say, Clay, why are you called the boss? And I'm like, ah, uh, that's pretty self-explanatory, my dude. I'm the fucking boss. Like, what makes you the boss? I'm like, what I say goes. I told you that earlier. What I say fucking goes. Do I delegate from time to time? Yeah. Clay, where are we going for dinner? You know what? Rachel, you fucking choose dinner tonight. And she's like, oh yeah? Shit, well, I want to go to East End Cellars. Shit. So you want, okay, expensive dinner. And that's, that's my fault for delegating. If you want something done right, do it yourself. And next time, she says, oh, Clay, where are we going for dinner tonight? I'm like, home. You stay here. I'm going next door to the fish and chip store next to our house. I'm going to buy some fish and chips for $13.95. I'm going to bring that shit home. No delivery cost because they're next door to our, to our house. I'll bring that shit home. That's what we're eating because you wanted to go get expensive food last time. 
So delegation, no more. You have just got demoted, you know? So that's sometimes, that, that's why I'm the boss. Some, I, I, I make the calls and sometimes I know when to delegate. And that's why I'm the fucking boss. So don't ask me why I'm the boss, man. Don't ask me why I'm the PhD of podcasting. That's not a real degree, okay? Well, it's sitting right next to me, framed in WTTP studios. So what? now what? What have you got to fucking say about that? I'm the fucking boss. And when I say I'm the boss, what? What I say fucking goes. Understand that. What else? <laughs> Shit, dude. I think we got some news. So uh, let's get into that. Uh, okay, so Dave Chappelle released a video on his Instagram, or no, on YouTube. Uh, and honestly, it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast, so I forgot what the name of the video actually is. <clears throat> Sorry, I need a sip of water. All that storytelling and ranting got me really, really going, but... Um, uh, sorry, what was I talking about? Dave Chappelle, he released this video, I think it's on his YouTube, maybe on his Instagram, I forgot. Okay, so, um, and he's saying, he he wants his fucking money from Comedy Central for Dave, for Chappelle's show. So, this is, how, this is what, it, what it is. Comedy Central owns the Chappelle show, the best sketch comedy show of all time, in my opinion, or in my honest opinion, I am HR online, if you will. Best sketch comedy show of all time. It's, it's his namesake, right? Chappelle show. And Comedy Central owns that shit and they're not paying him. So it was on Netflix and everyone's streaming it on Netflix and you know who gets paid for that? Comedy Central. So Dave Chappelle says to Netflix, because he works closely with Netflix and he says, listen to this. Can you take that shit off? And they say, whatever you say, Dave, um, you know, our, our Lord and Savior, whatever you say. Um, and so they take that off. And then he makes this video saying, hey, everybody, this is the situation. Can you please stop streaming Chappelle's show? Please do not watch Chappelle's show until they give me my money. So we're boycotting Chappelle's show. Do I have it on DVD? Yes. There's nothing I can do about that. But when I watch it, Comedy Central doesn't get any extra money. I can watch Chappelle's show at home on DVD as much as I want. If you want, you just hit me up. All right? If you want, you just hit me up. And uh, you can borrow it. I will take a picture of you holding the DVD and I'll keep that picture until you return it. Um, that's... That's what I do with my DVD collection. People, people know me for that. I've had DVDs stolen. Um, I had Freddie Got Fingered. Uh, someone borrowed it and stole it. I think I know who it was. Uh, we haven't talked in several years. And um, I prefer it that way. Keep the fucking DVD, Duke. Um, but yeah, I've got that shit on DVD, which is dope. Um... But yeah, so we're, we're boycotting Chappelle's show and this is my platform, my tiny little platform. But if if you get the opportunity to stream Chappelle's show, please don't until we get told otherwise. Um, and you know, some people are like, oh, he's got enough money. He doesn't need to get paid. Hey, it's not about that, dude. The amount of work this motherfucker put in to give you Chappelle's show, the amount of work, blood, sweat, tears, time, Fam fights with your family because you never all this shit. He put all this work in, and these motherfuckers are getting paid off his work. They didn't do it. They didn't create the show. They didn't write the fucking jokes. They weren't the ones that made it a success. He did. They took a bet on it. They bet on him and said, "Yeah, we'll put this on TV." Yeah, fair enough. But you didn't do the fucking work, and that's what it is. You know, if you if you fucking you know create the next the next big thing right and um some company you know welcome to the potty supports you and we we buy that we buy the thing we're like we're gonna we're gonna fucking make this a huge thing we're gonna use our platform we're gonna fucking develop this thing we're gonna put it out there to the masses but um after this initial payment you don't get shit but we're still gonna call it the you know the you know, Paulie's 
Paulie's gym junkie f- uh, f- fantasy juice, which is AKA steroids, right? AKA legal steroids. And then this shit's still called Paulie's and has become the biggest thing over, over two decades and you haven't got a fucking dime from it. Paulie's going to be pissed, you know? So pay Paulie. So pay Dave Chappelle. That's, I think that's what I was trying to say. Moving on, this other fuckwit. No, Dave Chappelle's not a fuckwit, but I'm, I'm talking about this other guy that is a complete fuckwit, Donald Trump, dude. He was on TV doing, doing speech or something, sitting behind a kid's desk, bro. They had this wooden desk, looks like I put it together in the, in the shed. Tim the, Tim the tool man, Clayla, you know, put together this fucking tiny desk for a doll's house and then a grown up sits behind it. This motherfucker looked like he was about to sign a fucking, sign a, sign a bill with finger paint. This dude looked stupid. And I mean, I know this dude always looks stupid, but he looked, you know, he looked like into the wild, bro. Shout out to Emil Hirsch. This dude looked real fucked up, bro. His posture, dude. Shit, give me that, <laughs> give me that poor posture music real quick. There it is. Poor posture of the week. And that's fucking Trump. And that was a mistake. I, I forgot, you know, it got sent through as a news article, so I just put it in the news. But that's really, his posture was fucked up. The table was so small. He's hunched over it. He looks like he's about to do, you know, Play-Doh spaghetti or some shit, dude. This dude looked like a fucking Benjamin Button, bro. Just an old child. You know, just a real, just a real biological oxymoron, bro. <laughs> shit, I'm loving this episode, man. I'm fucking loving this episode today, dude. A biological oxymoron, bro. Who the fuck thinks of shit like that? I'm gonna have to listen to this bitch back. Um, shit, I'm sweating. Let's have a sip. Let's have a fucking sip. I'm feeling good, guys. Mm. Shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. Shit, Shit, I got a meeting this afternoon. It's only 11 o'clock in the morning right now, so I think we're good. Um, but I'm gonna go to a meeting tonight, about three o'clock. And then, um, I'm going to surprise Rachel with dinner. It's going to be bad dinner. Like I'm, I'm sitting here talking about how fat I am, but I'm going to check in with one of the, uh, ah, don't fucking worry about it. It's not, it doesn't fucking matter, but I'm going to check in, go, go, go buy some fucking pizzas. Um, what else do we have to do? Clay's reviews. I think I've only got one thing to review this week, but let's fucking do it. Comedy action or horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. All right. Um, I've watched one movie this week because I've been re-watching New Girl, so that's taken up most of my TV time. Uh, and now I'm in this this whole sit show where, where uh, yeah, I haven't got many, many reviews for you, but I'll tell you this. I'm up to a season that I've never seen of New Girl before. Anyway, she's the man. I've been watching She's the Man. Well, I've watched I've watched it last night. Rachel's Request. Um, I've seen it before, but I I looked in the database and I realized I'd never reviewed it. So She's the Man. Um it's this this girl with a twin brother. Um and it's, you know, twin shenanigans. And that was a huge, huge, huge genre in the 90s. Um, this movie was actually in 2006, but um, I guess it was a bit late to the twin shenanigans genre or genre as some people call or Gina uh, as um, uneducated people call it. But yeah, so twin shenanigans, her brother went to London to do music and then she's like, she goes to this high school and they cut the girls soccer team, not enough girls signed up. So she goes to a different high school um, dressed as her brother and she, you know, she tapes her titties down and starts talking like this or whatever, or like just being dope, you know, just being way doper, right? And she, she, she makes the soccer team and the guy that she's working out with to help her is Channing Tatum um, before he got bodied up. He still had a good, like a, he had like a boy's body. This is 2006, like 14 years ago, but uh, he still looked good, but he had a, he had a 2006 haircut. He had 2006 body, you feel me? Skinny, 
flat chested. He didn't even have pecs. He didn't really even have shoulders. If he have, if he wore a Welcome to the Potty Unsourced t-shirt, that shit would have slid right off, bro. So that's that's one thing. But um, yeah, she she crushes on him. The score was terrible, uh, too emotional. It was forced. Um, I don't like Amanda Bynes' humor, bro. To be honest with you, I don't like it. I, I, I think she's talented. I don't think she's funny. Does that is that fair? Is that fair? I don't fucking know. I don't know. I didn't like it, bro. I didn't like the story. I didn't like the corniness. I didn't like the um, fucking the the score killed me. I hated the music in it. Um. And it just pissed me off that no one could tell that this dude was a chick. Honestly, if someone, if 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 even if it was a guy walked up to me with sideburn, looking like looking like Amanda Bynes, I'd straight up, I'd either say one, I'd be like, "Yo, are you Amanda Bynes?" or I'd be like, "Hey, are you um, are you, is this a prank? Are you a woman? Are you trying to, where's Ashton? You know, is this punked? Are you a woman?" Dressed as a man, are you trying to make me hit you and then sue me for hitting a woman? What's going on here? Because you look like a lady. And then maybe it's, you know, maybe it's a guy with hormonal difficulties or something or someone transitioning and then they're really mad. Maybe they're like, I am gender X. It's like, fuck. It's like, Jesus Christ. Either, you know, remember the days when you could just mix up a masculine woman as a man? And now it's like, I, I don't identify as man or, or woman. I identify as fucking, you know, you know, risky. I just, don't, I just identify as a, as a health hazard or something. Like you can just identify as what you want now. There's a woman out there, a white woman that gets tanned a lot. She identifies as black. Dude, I went to a fucking Chinese restaurant and I looked through the window to see to see how many Asians were eating in there because that's how you know it was good, right? And um, it was just a bunch of white people in there and they started, no, come in, come in. I was like, what do you want? They're like, we all identify as Asians. So this is the this is the spot. I was like, I want, real, I want authentic Asians sitting in there. And two, if you're wild enough to be just identifying as Asian, I don't really want, like I honestly don't really want to eat there because you're you're that crazy. You might not even be eating food, honestly. You might be eating like a bowl of just nuts and bolts, chip and teeth and shit. And that's a you know that's a rant in the middle of a clay's review. But she's the man, dude. And then she you know obviously she kicks, dude. Spoiler alert: This movie came out in two thousand and six, and it's predictable from the fucking first second of this movie. But yeah, she kicks the the game winning goal at the end of the fucking movie. Congratulations. And then, oh yeah, and then everyone forgives her for doing what she did. The game still counts, even though she didn't go to the school. Like, you know, it's all wild. There's no repercussions for irresponsibility. Four out of 10. Four out of 10. Um, I think we got some sports here. Let's do it. Oh man, rest in peace, um, Diego Maradona, one of the greats, one of the great soccer players. I'm not a soccer fan uh, per se, but I, I do know the name Maradona, synonymous with uh, football. football. Um, and he uh, he died, right? But check this out. Oh, oh, there's a twist in the sports category. Yeah, the funeral home employee got fired for taking a selfie with a dead Maradona, bro. And I'm sorry to hear that. That's some real, you know, that's borderline poor posture shit, but I wanted to pay my respects to Maradona without saying rest in peace in, in the poor posture section of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. So, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's a terrible move. The guy that did it looks like a Spanish version of, do you remember Dom from Entourage? Sorry to do two Entourage fucking references in one episode. That's, I don't think that, I think that's an unprecedented thing in the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but 
um, Dom was Vincent's childhood friend that came out of jail and he's heaps annoying. He was fucking hookers with the door open and he had an ankle bracelet and he stole a Shrek doll from, from some director's house and whatnot. And um, yeah, the dude that took this selfie was, looks like a Spanish version of Dom, bro. And I'll, I'll try and put a picture up right here. Um, yeah, but, but that's, uh, that's the start of the sports section. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, Lam uh, uh, what's his name? Lamar Jackson from Baltimore Ravens NFL. He's got that COVID. He's got that bug. So stay overseas. All international travel should be banned. You listen to a PhD, PhD of podcasting, bro. So this, this dude, LeVar Ball, LeVar, sorry, LeVar, Lamar Jackson, Jesus Christ. I did get, apparently I got dropped on my head as a baby, bro. And that's, that was, I just said that because I was stuttering. That's not true. That didn't really happen, but, but I am tall and I regularly hit my, I've got short door frames at this house and I regularly hit my head. So I've probably got CTE and I fell off a jet ski once hard on the water. And I'm pretty sure I've still got a concussion from that. But, um, Lamar Jackson, bro, he's got that Rona and I don't want him coming to Australia. So PK, Lamar, stay the fuck where you are. And I'm a poet. Um, was there any more sports here that I was interested in? I don't think so, really. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I think um, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones have their, their fight tomorrow, finally. Tomorrow will actually be the day that this comes out. So I don't have anything to say about it. I'm excited for it. I'm not going to pay to watch it. I'll watch the highlights. But, yes, I'm not that excited for it. But I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. It's an exhibition, so there'll be no knockouts. Um... Yeah, man, but they did their, their weigh-in and shit. Uh, they both look really good for their, their fucking age, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, and this is huge. This is huge fucking news right here. Sarah Fuller from the female soccer team at uh, Vanderbilt, and that's a, that's a college in, in America, Vanderbilt University, I believe it is. Um, and yes, I had to say female soccer team, because there could be a Sarah Fuller on the male soccer team, okay? On the men's soccer team. Because people, one, give their kids stupid names a lot. And two, people identify as all types of shit. So this is Sarah Fuller, the female from the women's soccer team, is going to be the kicker on the Vanderbilt football team, dude. And that is, that is, she's making fucking history. And that's, that's just huge. Absolutely massive. So shout out to Sarah Fuller. Congratulations on such a huge milestone. Um, and I hope the uh, offensive line fucking protects the shit out of you, honestly. Uh, because if you want to play men's football, I think you should be able to get hit by, uh, by men's defense. So shout out to the O-line to uh, protect Sarah Fuller, uh, huge, that is huge news. So very happy to hear that. Um, and uh, honestly, I hope that she's the best uh, woman for the job because if this is just some ploy to get media attention and there was a better kicker, what about, what about that guy, you know? So um, shout out to Sarah Fuller, I'm sure she's great and um, wish you all the, uh, all the success, all the success and um, health insurance. Uh, what else have we got, man? I think we've got some, some advice here. Let's have a quick look. Advice. That ain't no problem. What have we got here? Is this the advice emails? No. Sorry, guys. Here we go. <clears throat> this was a weird one here. Let's see how long it is. Uh, Okay. So this one is coming in from Troy. Uh, the subject line is, a guest wants to visit tomorrow. My dad is drunk. What do I tell the guest so that she doesn't visit? This is from Troy. And I gotta be honest with you, Troy. Um, if your dad's drunk now, he's probably gonna be hungover tomorrow and probably tired and just chilling. So you, you don't need to tell, him, tell this chick not to come over and you know ask your D or you know make your sandwich or whatever they're doing over there. But um, that was disrespectful, but this is the Welcome to the Potty podcast. And it's all just jokes and being unsourced. Um, 
So Troy says, the guest is very pushy. I have to be firm, but not rude because the person that wants to visit is one, older than me. Two, dad's fake friend. Oh, so it's not your guest. Okay, okay. Three, has connections to people that can kick us out of the house. And four, wants to see dad drunk so she can gossip. What do I do to tell, what do I tell her so that she doesn't visit? Dude, I think you got to talk to your fucking dad, you know? And if your dad's drunk on this day, and I, when did you send this in? Six hours ago, so I probably should respond to this one. Um, I should probably write an email back to you, but I, and I will. But uh, I would say, talk to your fucking dad. Say, hey, dad, get your shit together. Get to bed, or depending on what country you're in. If you're in America, got to go to bed. If you're in Australia... Six hours ago was um, five in the morning. So I'm guessing you're in America uh, and it's nighttime. Tell you, get your dad to go to bed. Give that motherfucker some water and say, hey, look, you know, fucking, you know, uh, Diane's coming over tomorrow and she wants to see you drunk so she can talk some shit. And just be like, what, like, we need you to be cool because as soon as she sees you drunk, she's going to snitch. We're going to get kicked out of this place. You know, if you're going to be a fuck boy about it, I got to cancel this shit. So what's it going to be? You probably get your ass whipped by your dad for calling him a fuck boy, depending on how old you are and how strong you are and how drunk he is. But, you know, from all accounts, it sounds like drunk dads are pretty good at beating their kids. So you should probably stay away <laughs> from that. Don't call your dad a fuck boy, but say, hey, dad, get to bed. You know, have some Barocca, have some Bung Bung Bean, have have a shower, you know, put some cologne on and, um, you know, start painting the house or something. And when this bitch comes over, don't fall off the fucking ladder. Say something like that. Mm. So hope that works, Troy. Um, or tell this girl that you got, tell this bitch you got coronavirus. Tell Diane you got coronavirus, bro. I actually know, uh, I actually used to know a Diane and she, uh, you know, she uh, tragically passed away in a car accident, but let's move on. Um, oh shit, spicy one. This one comes from Brooke. I like it when the girls write in. Uh, I caught feelings for my hookup crush. Let's check this out. Shout out to Brooke. Um... I hooked up with my crush at the start of the month, which was great. And we agreed we would hook up again after lockdown, of course. But I've somehow caught feelings for him. He's very good looking and, and very my type. I don't know if I'm just sad that I'm... Sorry, let's go again. And very my type. I don't know if I'm just sad that I'm not in a relationship with him considering he ticks all the boxes. I think he's a bit of a player though. He tries to make me jealous on occasion. He does talk to the two other girls. My question is, what do I do now? Do I tell him about this or do I just move on or do I carry on the way things are? Any advice would be very much appreciated. I'm stuck. Bung, bung. And bung, bung, bro. And that's a triple B as well as the bung, bung bean. But what I would say is depending on how old you are, it doesn't matter. If you're young, if you're like, you know, 15, 16, 18, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If you're a bit older than that, tell him. Just be like, hey, look, I'm, do you want to like um, go out? Do you want to be more exclusive or whatever? Uh, are you just, or say, hey, are you seeing any other people? See what he says. If you know he is and he lies to you, just be like, okay, so this guy who I already think is a player is now lying to my face. And then maybe he isn't very your type and maybe he isn't ticking all the boxes, you know? Um, or you can approach him like this. Um, I know you've been talking to other people and I've had the freedom to. I've chosen not to because I'm into you. What do you think of becoming exclusive? Worst thing you can say is nah, and then you can move the fuck on. Um, and some people will, some people that are players will say, yeah, I do want to be with you and continue to talk to other bitches. So just keep your guard up. And that's probably bad advice because I think you're supposed to let your guard down or something like that. But yeah, man, I think um, I think you'll I think I think that was good advice actually. Be wary, be wary, 
Be transparent. Tell them what you want. That's the thing. That's the thing about relationships. It's all a game. Oh, don't seem too needy. Oh, don't text her back right away. You know? Oh, shit, how quickly did she text me back? Does that mean I can text her back? No. Don't fucking text her back. You know, it's all games. It's all fun and games. So, yeah, there's that. And then then you got to look at, like, um, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. It's all it's all a mess. But just be transparent. What the worst they can say is no. And if you don't ask, that that is a no. If you don't ask, he keeps doing what he's doing anyway. So just fucking ask the question. Do you want to? You know? Do you want to date? Do you want to be exclusive? If he says no, he fucking says no, and you move the fuck on. There's way harder dudes than this guy. Guarantee it. Got to grow your world, grow your circle. Um, let me see what this one says here. And this one is from Monique. And that's another woman's name. And my friend used to see a girl named Monique and they were seeing each other and don't know what happened there. So maybe they didn't, maybe they weren't transparent. You feel me? Uh, this one here says, boss man, early thirties woman here living in Pennsylvania. I have pretty good teeth except for a gap in the front teeth. Been thinking about fixing it. What are your thoughts? Is that a factor when determining someone's attractiveness level? Thanks for any feedback. See picture here. Click on this picture. Download. And that's not that bad a gap. That's not that bad a gap. And you've you look like you look like a pretty attractive girl. I won't I won't put your uh your head on the um what's it called? YouTube. I won't do that, but um, famous gaps, Eddie Murphy. Think about that. He didn't fix that shit. Um, who else? Lamorne Morris from New Girl. Uh, any girls with gaps? I'm trying to think of girls with gaps. Can't think of any right now. But your gap, your gaps, cute. Um, Young Deck, Young Deck. He's not famous, but he had a gap, and he did fix it. And uh, he had immediate regret, actually. I think he's over it now, but he kind of, I think he just was adjusting to his new face. He was like, oh, does it look stupid? I was like, dude, you look hot, you know? No, you know, no home loans in Brunei, but you look hot, you know? Is there a single mortgage broker in the city of Brunei? No, there's no home loans at all. So, um. Yeah, some people fix it, some people don't. I used to know a girl named Sarah with a gap. She fixed hers, and then she ended up having, you know, getting married and having a kid. So maybe that's the maybe that's the recipe. Now I'm dating a girl with perfect teeth. Okay, so perfect teeth is well, not perfect, but good. I like good teeth, and you've got good teeth. I saw them; they're white, they're straight. You just got a gap. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Um. So, yeah, and you're smiling in that picture and you got a nice smile, to be honest. I don't think it's a deal breaker. And I tell you, I tell you, if your furniture was that fucked up, I would have told you. I would have told you. And I think you look good. I think you look good. So, um, shout out to Monique. And what, I think we've got time for another one. And this one is from Wayne. This one is from Wayne. I'm 18. I used to text, no, sorry. I used to sext and send nudes to strangers. I'm a guy, that's in brackets, to older women and even fapped on cam. Also watched porn every day for years since I was like 11 and got really bad into it and did stupid things when I was growing up. I'm 12 days clean from porn and fapping. And I hate calling it fapping. So let's call it, um, you know, masturbating. Uh, And I really am working on changing myself. Well, good shit. Good shit, Wayne. I really hope that if I ever get to, and you're 18 and your name's Wayne and that's unexpected. Uh, I really hope that if I ever get to have a girlfriend that they won't mind it. I mean, if I should tell them that, maybe that would make me look like I'm weak. I don't know. I just wanted to share this with you. Thanks. I did very dumb things when I was horny and of course that's my fault that I did all of that. Bung bung. 
um, Bung Bung Wayne and um, dude, you sound, you sound like being pretty hard on yourself. 18, dude, hormones flowing through your cock all the time, you know. Um, there's a few girls out with out there with pictures of my slab. Uh, they not strangers. Uh, they were girlfriends and I've got pictures of all of their business too. So we could go to war. We could go to cyber war. Uh, I, I hope that never comes to that, you know. Um, the two girls that I can think of that do have pictures of my my wiener are in happy relationships. Uh, one of them, I honestly do hope that she's in an unhappy relationship. Um, but yeah, dude, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much. If it comes up, tell them. Be honest. The less you lie, the less you have to remember. And people, and you and people only lie because they're scared. Um, and that was a that was a quote from Pablo Escobar. He said, "I never lie because I'm." afraid of nothing only scared people lie and that's true bro you wouldn't lie if you weren't scared of what happens when you tell the truth but maybe you are scared but also you don't need to be if someone wants to judge you for that that's that's on them and you don't really want to be with them anyway you want to be with someone that loves you for who you are and what you've been through and and the decisions that you've made that got you to the place that you're in now now you're trying to be strong now you're trying to make changes you you've got the you're you're able to intrinsically make these decisions that you know you know you're better off for which is which is great you know so if someone says like oh have you ever sent a nude say yeah yeah i have i but i i regret it you know um i was young and dumb whatever and i've you know i've moved on from from doing that kind of shit you know have you ever had skype sex yeah yeah i have you know and I don't really do that anymore, especially especially now that I know that you can be watched through your webcam and, and all this and people can screen screen record and your shit can get out there. I don't do that shit. I'm, I'm over it. Um, do you watch porn? Yeah, yeah, I used to watch porn. Don't anymore. Uh, you know, this is my opinion on porn, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's not that bad. It's not that bad, dude. You, you're being hard on yourself. No pun intended. You're being hard on yourself. You're not being hard by yourself. But, well, you are because you don't have a girlfriend. And you're worried about, you're, you're, you're asking me questions if I ever get a girlfriend, bro. You will get one. And uh, you said you're only 18, bro. You don't even need one. But, dude, sometimes sometimes masturbatory behavior is what, you know, what the situation requires. Go ahead, spray out into, you know, into your own hand or into a tissue or, onto your chest or whatever, whatever it is that you like to do into a sock, you know, um, you know, maybe, maybe you like to masturbate with gloves on and then you just, or with a condom on, bang, instant clean. Um, I don't know. That's not, not really for me doing it with a condom on, but yeah, whatever, bro. Don't beat yourself up about that shit. That's life, bro. Such is life, as, as Ned Kelly used to say. You know? Shout out to Ned. Um, I reckon that's it for me today, dude. I, honestly, I'm really happy with this episode. I'm really happy with this episode. Numbers haven't dropped off at all, but I did I did feel like the the last couple of weeks, you know, my, my energy levels were, were a bit low, but I'm feeling good about everything right now. You guys, please share the show. Just fucking... When you see the shit pop up on Facebook, just click the share button. Let's just let's just get this shit out there. Let's let's force the growth. I need it to grow organically. I don't want to fucking do Facebook ads all the time, you know? I, I need you guys to help me out. The shit's free. The shit's free. You know, you if you've already got a t-shirt, you're not going to buy another one. Just hit the fucking share button. It's a free thing to do. Support the boss man, support your friend. And I'm the boss. I make the fucking rules. So please do as I say and hit the fucking share button. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Dude, have you ever listened to the Welcome to the Potty Podcast? No, what's that? Oh, it's hilarious. Have a listen to this. Have a listen to episode 267. His energy was high. You know, do that for me. That's, that'd be a beautiful thing. All right. You can find me anywhere. Welcome to the Potty on all social media. Um... And shout out to, you know, shout out to Maradona's family. Shout out to PK for his birthday. You know? Shout out to the fucking, the, the producers of the show. You know? 
Shout out to Rachel for letting me fucking always be doing work, even even if it's unpaid shit. Shout out to everybody, man. I love you guys, and make sure you love yourselves. This is Welcome to the Party, and as always, bang bang. Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to